Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey from living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day in search of what I'm really here to do, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Hello everyone. I hope you're having a great week and I hope that the energies that you've been feeling this week have been tolerable and that we're all getting through them as best we can. Me myself, I've been really tired and going to bed super early um, and just really having a hard time getting up in the morning. But I know that it's due to the energies that are happening right now. And as we kind of knew this was coming, I am just trying to stay in the flow and go with it. So at the beginning of the week in my meditation, the lesson for this week was about transparency. And this one's going to be a little bit tough. Um, I'm going to be sharing some things in my life that I need to acknowledge and honor. And I want to do it here with you guys as my witnesses so that you can understand both myself better, but also understand that this healing needs to happen in all of us. So the message or the meditation that I had when I got this transparency download is that any shames or any things that are dense that we hold within our bodies, memories, emotions, they have the power to keep our frequencies down. And until they are brought to light and honored, they will continue to hold us back from being the true lights that we are here to be. So when I say I get downloads, you guys know, I get like all of this information all at once. And the things that came through in this moment were there are two things that I need to acknowledge in my life that where I hurt myself or I hurt another person. And uh, this may come across as confessional and that's fine. Um, I don't hold... I don't think I hold them in my emotions, but I, I possibly do. The first one is when I was a child, we had a neighbor and her name was Jeanette. Um, she had a, a hair lip and the kids in our neighborhood wouldn't play with her. And, and I remember, I'm going to first say, and I think I've said this before, my memory is very bad, uh, even anything longer than a couple years, and I forget it. But this memory for me and her is pretty deeply there because whenever I have moments of what have I, who have I wronged in my life, she is the person that I, I see. And so, and it's not, I, I'm going to say, it's not that I, was mean to her. It's it's more of I took on the energy of the collective childhood group and I didn't play with her. Um, they used to call her hair lip. And I remember her running into her house and crying. And no, 
I look back at myself at that age and I'm talking maybe, I don't know, six or seven. Um, I remember feeling like it was wrong, but I didn't stand up to the bullying and I didn't go and befriend her. And I often wonder where she is and how she is. And I, I don't know her last name, so I can't find her, but I, I definitely always am sending positive energy because it's something that for some reason has remained in my consciousness of not to forget and not to forget that feeling that I caused somebody else. So that is my first one that came to me in this kind of download of something that I need to acknowledge and honor. And even though I I do think about it from time to time, I have not verbalized it. The second one is something that I did to myself. And I've never acknowledged this out loud. Um, When I first created this podcast and my brother listened to the first episode, he brought out this, he said, are you going to share this particular thing? Because you know, people are going to judge you. And, and I remember thinking so like a little bit shocked that he just threw it out there like that. But at the same time, I felt like, does that need to be acknowledged? And I wasn't sure, you know, I, I felt like, Maybe it will come up along the way, but if it doesn't, I didn't really have a, an emotion about it either way. Well, in this meditation, it came up. <laughs> so that means for me that it's time to share this part of myself. Um, I think I've mentioned before, you know, I was very sensitive. As, I've always been very sensitive. Um, I border on depression a lot in my life. Uh, I have gone through stages where I've harmed myself. And this particular one was my first year of college. I moved away to college and I lived in the, um, the dorms, but in a a co-ed dorm. And my neighbor was somebody that I ended up dating and he definitely battled with depression. And I remember prior to going to, to college, I don't remember having any sad, sad moments or depression. But this year, this first year of me for college was pretty hard. Um, not, not in the terms of the classes or anything, but just emotionally and probably being away from home for the first time. I ended up pulling out all of my eyebrows. Um, I didn't know at the time why. I I mean, I I know it it was energy that needed to come out. And I think I was, in my mind, as I would be studying, I would just be playing with my eyebrows and they would come out. But literally by the end of this first school year, I had no eyebrows. So I knew, I mean, and my family knew that there was a problem. Nobody really knew what was going on. But in hindsight, of course, things are much clearer. And in this relationship that I had with this neighbor of mine, he was self-harming in front of me. And I don't think, I, I look back and it's not in a, like emotionally abusive in the sense of he was doing it to harm me, but he was letting me in on this kind of ritual that he had with himself about hurting himself. And in that I didn't know how to handle it. And especially now, knowing that I'm empathic, I know I was taking on that energy and I didn't, I was then hurting myself 
to kind of compensate it or to balance it. Well, it came to a head during that, after that first year in the summertime, he went home, which he happened to be from San Diego too, which was just a coincidence, but he went back to San Diego for the summer break and I stayed at school and did summer school. And during that time, I found out that he was dating somebody else. And my first reaction was to hurt myself to get the attention from him. And and I think, again, this is not consciously, but I am sure that I thought this is how I would get his attention because that's how he was getting my attention. And I took a pretty big bottle of Tylenol um, and then I went to sleep. And my roommates found me hours later um, and then woke me up. And I remember I coughed and just powder came out of my mouth. I think the Tylenol had started to disintegrate. And anyways, they brought me to the hospital. I had my stomach pumped. It was the most terrifying and horrible experience of my life. And I remember the nurses saying during it that they keep People that are going through this and need their stomach pump, they keep them awake and conscious so that they remember how terrible it is. Um, They basically put a huge tube through your nose and um, pump water through down to your stomach and make you basically throw up everything that's in your stomach. So it was terrible. Um, And then I had some kidney issues after the fact. So I had to stay, I believe, in the hospital for a few days. Um, And partially this is why I don't drink, because I know I damaged my kidneys back then. And I just, even though I'm fine and I don't have any kidney issues, I just feel like, why would I put more pressure on, on them or anything if I, and so I try to live a healthy life. But... This, for me, was terrible. You know, obviously the relationship did not get back together. This, I mean, I think he found out about it. Um, I think we talked a few times after that, but um, it was not like, I don't remember. I don't think we had any deep conversations. I think he felt bad, but I th- actually he ended up not coming back to school now that I remember. His parents didn't want him to come back or, um, but in hindsight, looking at that hurt to myself and that those, that year of my life, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard because to be in that state where I was willing to let go completely of everything that I love in my life for somebody that I didn't even know a full year of my life I know now shows that when energy and dark energy gets close to you and it starts to influence you, you'll do anything. And I can see that in myself. I don't blame myself. I don't blame him. I know that it was probably two kids that didn't know how to deal with the emotions that they were each going through. But... I know that it's something that I probably have judged myself for throughout my life, as well as my brother judges me for and has probably always looked at me as just like, who knows what she's capable of kind of thing or how sensitive is she, you know? 
And that's the thing that he threw at me when I told him that I was doing a podcast. He was like, what are you going to tell everybody that you tried to kill yourself? And I remember being, because this happened over 20 years ago. So to hear it out loud just kind of made me feel like, wow, he's still holding that in. And that could be a lot of why he judges me now. He he probably is sensitive to the fact that anything could throw me off, you know, could potentially like push me to the, to my brink. (laughs) I don't think anything in my life will ever do that again. I think the experience was something that I needed to go through to know myself and to understand that no relationship outside of myself is worth my life. But at the time, I, I mean, I guess with inexperience of life and this being one of my first experiences of a boyfriend, <laughs> um, I didn't know that. I thought it was the end all of everything, you know. So the, the message that I got is the importance of sharing these things is so that we don't hold the shame inside. The more that we hold it inside, the more we cannot be the light that we're here to be. And my sharing this with you now is just so that I give the example of something that is deeply traumatic and was deeply traumatic, but it doesn't define who I am. And therefore in this new moon and eclipse, this is, these are the things that I released. I released the shame, the uh, judgment on myself. I don't care what other people think of me, but for myself, I release it. And I know that the only way we can each be each other's lights is by letting go of these energies because we have to acknowledge them to heal them. Now, I'm not saying that each person has to go out and say it to the public, <laughs> but journal about this and really get it out. Release release these things so to, the, to Mother Earth. Can be to the ocean, to the air, to the fire, anything. Just get them out of you so that you have no more shame inside. Because again, without this release, we cannot be what we're here to be. Now, the second part of this is about um, synchronicities. And, you know, I get these messages um, and then I like we'll contemplate them for a few days and and decide kind of how I'm going to formulate them for this podcast. And sometimes in the midst of that, I get synchronicities. And um, this week, so that those came to me on, I think it was no Sunday. And then um, on Wednesday, no, sorry, on Tuesday, I had um, the course that I'm taking with um, Puma Freddy from um, Peru, we had our second course and it was so beautiful because a lot of the things that he said were so exactly in line with this message. And whenever that happens, it's like, for me, it's confirmation that I'm hearing the right things and that I'm sharing the right things. And, and I mean, in this moment of my life where everything is in flow and I'm just releasing my own, um, my own will, (laughs) you know, I, I release everything to spirit. And in doing this, like the times that I am given the mirror of being shown that, that I am on the right track and that I, that these messages are what I'm supposed to share. It's beautiful. So 
in his message this week, he talked a lot about um, the conjunction that's happening on December 21st, and it's the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter in the west, and Orion, the Orion constellation will be rising in the east. And in the um, Andean tradition, they believe that this is the the rising of the three queens or the three goddesses. And for that, it's the rise of the feminine. And they said this is happening since the eclipse was where the, the sun was covered by the moon to expose and, and align the masculine with the feminine. And in this um, conjunction on the 21st, we have an opportunity to be aligned and be three times more powerful in the rise of the feminine. So the way that we do this is we, and this is in his words, (laughs) we have to let go of the ways that we've hurt ourselves and the ways that we've hurt others. And if we don't heal them completely, the sacred feminine will be missing, we will be missing out on the opportunity for the sacred feminine polarity. So We don't want to go into this time period with anything that's unbalanced or unresolved. It's a time to let go and release and be transparent with who you really are. And the only way, I imagine transparency is the only way you can be clear is to get rid of the dense energies that are infiltrating you at any given time, right? So think back to like the things that you've had that have happened with your family, your friends, your loved ones, anything that just trigger you and make you like, ooh, I didn't like myself that day or I didn't like myself in that situation. We all have them. It's natural. There is nothing to be ashamed of. But in the next few days, it is so important to release them and to forgive yourself so that you can be alive in the sacred feminine on this, the day of December 21st. He also gave um, some ways that we can heal and have um, even more connection with this period. Um, one was to activate a crystal. And when he said that, I immediately grabbed my celestial quartz that's sitting on my desk. And um, I just feel that that's the crystal that I'm, I'm meant to use in this. But it can be any crystal. Someone even asked, could it be an amethyst necklace? And, they, and he said, of course. It can be any crystal that you're feeling called to. You're supposed to hold the crystal in your hands and say, Humpwe Pachamama. Humpwe Pachamama, Humpwe Pachamama, three times. And that means come Mother Earth, come Mother Earth, come Mother Earth. And then you're going to breathe in through your nose down to your solar plexus and then release the, the breath into that crystal three separate times. And in doing that, you're... In infusing the crystal's energy with the intention of the three goddesses that it will be present on that day. Now, he did say by doing this on the 21st is the most effective. However, the energies are already in the air and already in our atmosphere, so you can do it at any time. But 
it's best to harness the energies of the 21st and and create this bond between you and your crystal. And then it's like this crystal that you select is going to be a talisman of energy for you to carry this feminine force with you. Another way he said to honor this day is to take a flower bath. And he said that we should have white flowers that represent the masculine, red flowers that represent the feminine, and yellow flowers that represent divine origins. And we put all of the flowers together in, in your hands before you put them in the bath. And with the energies to open you with the powerful energies of the feminine and you're going to breathe into these flowers three times as well and just pull in the mask or the the sacred feminine three times and then put the flowers into your bath and bathe in them and just soak up the feminine energy of this time these are the gifts that we can give ourselves during this sacred moment he likened it a lot to the um, the coming of Jesus and where that period, though, was considered the three wise men, and it was to bring in the birth of Jesus. And he said, this is very similar in terms of energy, but it's the three goddesses to bring in the, the birth of the feminine. And if you're a male listening to this, he said to just harness the energy and to just to give forg- ask for forgiveness for any sins that you may have caused against the feminine in this life or past lives and to release any negativity that we have for the rise of the feminine. I felt like this is such divine coincidence and synchronicity because in this transparent moment, we can only bring in this sacred feminine by releasing the things that we are deathly afraid of in ourselves or are ashamed of in ourselves so it is important for us to just take a moment to let them go and to be reborn anew in this energy so that we enter through these portals consciously knowing exactly who we are to be away from the thing god won't stop till it let it all in be away from the thing God won't stop till I let it all in to be away from the thing God won't stop till I let it all in to be away.